Well, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode here on Viewpoints. I'm your host today, Jordan Voles, and I'm here with Sean. And Sean, you just got done preaching an awesome message. Uh, we're still in the sermon series. Today we're talking about joy. And so what are some of the things that you talked about with the congregation today? And then we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah, well, I think uh, one of the big pushes of this whole series, looking at the fruit of the Spirit, and with this week in joy, is that it's not an effort-based production. You know, it's not something that we work for. It's not something that we achieve. Um, and ultimately, all of the fruit of the Spirit come from just walking in the Spirit. Yeah. Uh, you know, that passage from John 15 uh, that, we're, that we keep going back to through the series, uh, you know, says, if you remain in me as I remain in you, it will bear much fruit. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, the words of Jesus to his disciples and I don't think it's a coincidence that, uh, you know, Jesus talks about bearing fruit. And then later on through the early church, we get this uh, letter in Galatians talking about uh, the fruit of the Spirit. And so I think sometimes we get the idea backwards uh, that if we want to follow God, then we have to have this fruit in our lives. Uh, but it's the other way around. It's mm-hmm. as we follow God, as we uh, are connected to Christ, this fruit will grow. Yeah. As humans, though, do you feel like we struggle with that? Maybe just even the word joy. Do you feel like it's conditional? Do you feel like, you know, because humans are crazy and when oh, it yeah. comes to emotions and feelings, but do you feel like that is a conditional thing? Yeah, I think uh, that most common, you know, mistake or confusion that, that comes up with joy is uh, happiness. You know, I think we, we get those two confused a lot of the times. And so if I don't feel happy, then I must not have joy. Right. Uh, and I don't think that that's the case at all. I don't think that those are in the same ballpark. Uh, happiness uh, can come and go. Uh, plenty of things can make you happy, you know, from, you know, the sunshine, like John Denver said, sunshine on my shoulders makes me happy. Uh, <laughs> but that's not joy. Right. Um, that, that's not the same, not the same thing, but we put the two together. Uh, and I think most people just think about joy as this extra happiness. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, you know, I'm more happy than usual. I'm joyful. Um, Like it's just some scale of the same feeling. Uh, But joy is much more than that. But I think we put a lot of conditions on joy. Yeah. Uh, I think we find joy or think that we've found joy in all kinds of different places. It could be success, could be materials, could be approval from other people. Um, And really, I think that's just buying into a lie or being led by our emotions or our comfort or what mm-hmm. feels good mm-hmm. as opposed to actually producing the fruit of joy uh, that comes from just being in step with the Holy Spirit. But I was curious because I know you're, you're, you're a trendy guy, at least uh, in, in a lot, in a lot oh, of good you. ways. Yeah, uh, yeah. But there's been a trend recently, you know, in the, in the 60s, there was kind of this surge of minimalist art, mm-hmm. uh, very, you know, simplistic designs, minimal colors, um, kind of the bare minimum to exist and call it art. But sure. recently, it's kind of hit this trend of minimalist lifestyle. Uh, I've seen everything from like tiny homes. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you've seen stuff very, like that. Very popular to, now. You know, people who wear the same pair of pants all the time. Like they only have one <laughs> pair one yeah. pair of pants because they don't need anything else. And so uh, I, I was looking through this and, and I've seen some jokes about it and some different things. And I think there's some benefit to uh, maybe moving away from materialism. But uh, I think one issue that I've seen with this minimalist approach is there's this uh, this lady who's really big in the movement has kind of this coined this phrase, uh, sparking joy, mm-hmm. uh, that 
if I'm decluttering my life, whether, you know, it's getting rid of old clothes or examining friend groups or a music playlist that I, that I ask myself at each item, does this spark joy? And if the answer is no, then your response is, okay, we'll get rid of it in some sustainable way. You know, Interesting. Donate it, sell it, recycle it, something. Uh, and, and the idea is that then you're going to be left with only the things that bring you joy and you're going to be less cluttered and you're going to feel better. Uh, and, you know, I think there's there's some benefit to doing that. But I think calling it joy is a slippery slope to yeah. uh, being in a bad place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if you really go all the way, if you really go the distance asking that question, you're going to be left with nothing. Yeah. Uh, because at some point, your favorite outfit is not going to spark joy for you. At some point, your favorite song isn't going to spark joy. And I'm using That's air good. quotes for that. Uh, because yeah, you can't see it. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're listening, I use air quotes to spark joy. Yeah. Uh, but that's the, I mean, that's really the, the final destination of that question is nothing. Everything's going to fall short in some way. Uh, maybe you gain a little weight and now you think you look horrible and you're in what used to be your favorite outfit. Like yeah. now, so you get rid of it because it doesn't spark joy anymore. Or a song that you used to love, uh, you just kind of get a little bored of and now you get rid of it mm-hmm. and, and then eventually you're left with nothing. And I think that that really gets to the root of joy entirely, that it's not something that we discover. It's not something that we earn Mm -hmm. or declutter our way towards. It's not something that we succeed our way into. Uh, You know, joy is a fruit of the spirit. There's this verse that, uh, you know, joy is all over the Bible. Uh, and I know that you're aware of that as a worship pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all throughout the Psalms and Old Testament, New Testament. Yeah. Uh, you know, shout for joy, sing a song of joy, uh, you know, leap for joy, dance for joy. It's mm-hmm. it's all over the place. Uh, and I think that that kind of gives us a good idea of what God's perspective and God's definition of joy is. And it's this just idea of not being able to help it. That, yeah. that it's just overflowing. It's just kind of spilling out into our lives, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what we have or what we've done. And I think that we find ourselves in that place when we're finding joy in God and not in anything else uh, that we do, anything else that we have, anything else that the world offers or that other people have to say. Psalm 1611 says, you will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. You know, this isn't this isn't some gift from God. This isn't some granted wish. It's just his presence. Right. And that's where the joy is. It's the joy of your presence, not the joy of your blessings. Sure. Not the joy of your gifts, uh, but the joy of just who you are, mm-hmm. the joy of God. Uh, and so it's it's not some conditional thing, and it's not just an emotion. It's not just some scale of happiness. Um, true and complete joy is found only exclusively in God. Yeah. And I, I think there's even a, a place, in the, I know there's a place in the Bible that talks, depicts joy as our strength, you mm. know? And so yeah. there's, there's a lot of truth to that and there's a lot to, to talk about. Um, you, you mentioned something kind of like a feeling. Yeah. Um, so would you say that obviously joy is more than a feeling or maybe a better way to put it is, do you feel that joy is a choice? Hmm. I think that's a good question. I think uh, I think there's a level of, of decision making to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think 
another one of the fruit of the spirit that we'll talk about as the series continues is self-control. So I think there's definitely an element yeah. of a decision-making that, that goes into joy. Um, but I think when it's really in God, there's just, it's just this overflow. Like it says in uh, Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Gotcha. Um, so uh, the choice there for us is really just trust in God. Uh, you know, it's not, um, you know, sing really loudly uh, whenever you go to church because you need to be joyful. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's really just you trust in God um, for who he is, uh, mm-hmm. no matter what your situation is like. Um, I think we can experience joy as a feeling. Uh, I think we can certainly make decisions uh, that are, are rooted in joy. I think that that's definitely a part of walking with Christ is that, um, whenever we are showing the world, uh, you know, the light and the love of who Jesus is, that's living out from that place of joy, that place of hope and peace that are, that are found in God's presence. Yeah. But I don't think it's the kind of thing that we can wake up and go like, you know, I just am going to have so much joy today. Um, well, I'm glad we're talking about it because how many times have we heard, I hope you choose joy today. Sure. You know what I mean? And so it's very important for us to talk about because one of my next questions is, I don't think that we can produce joy, right? Mm. I mean, would you agree with that? Like, yeah. we can't produce something. I talked with John about this last week. You know, all these things, the fruit of the Spirit is a byproduct of being close to Him. That's exactly right. And so, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up and kind of just discuss that because people, I've heard people say, I hope you choose joy. Yeah. I hope you jo- choose hope because sometimes people can't. They're yeah. not able to. Mm-hmm. And it's only when we're, we're close to Him. But anyway. Yeah. Well, I think... How I would respond to that is, man, if your goal is joy, then you aren't looking far enough. You know, you're looking short term. You're looking uh, at yourself. Yeah. It's like, well, I want joy. It's like, well, okay, let's move you out of the way a little bit and let's talk more about joy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it can be a choice, you know, to be um, in prayer, it can be a, jo- uh, a choice to be like, "Hey, I don't want this to just keep me down. I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to yeah. uh, make positive decisions." I think that those are all choices that we can make. But I think if we really look at the goal, is is not choose joy; it's accept the invitation of Jesus. Right. Uh, like, if my goal is to be successful so that I have joy, then my joy is dependent on my success. Uh, if my goal, if, if I'm saying, man, I've got to choose joy today and then I have a bad day, well, is that my fault? Like I just didn't choose joy good enough right. uh, mm-hmm. or my circumstances held me back from choosing joy. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, then we couldn't call joy a fruit of the spirit because uh, that puts it in human hands. That puts its origin with human efforts and human decision making mm-hmm. where it's true root and its true source is in God. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the whole part of the fruit of the Spirit, you know, that right before he gets into this passage is talking about the works of the flesh, the yeah. the accomplishments of our sinful nature, and it lists just everything that we struggle with, the temptations, the sin that, that we produce naturally, that our best efforts are capable of is sinful. Even at our best selfishness is a lot of the times the only thing we're going to produce or pride. Um, But then it calls it the fruit of the spirit, which is something that grows. It's something that uh, is formed within us uh, and then flows from us. Mm. Uh, It's not something that we uh, attain for ourselves. It's, it's just 
like you said earlier, this byproduct of our connection to Jesus. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not an effort based production. Yeah. Uh, you know, the branch doesn't try real hard to grow fruit. <laughs> uh, the vine supplies it so that it will. Absolutely. Well, Sean, thank you so much. Anything that you would like to leave the listener with? Um, they might be driving in their car, listening on Spotify in their home, but we just want to, we always take these times to just have an opportunity for you to just lead them with something to kind of start their week, but anything that you would like to leave them with today? Yeah, I think it just just a word of encouragement that there's a lot of hopelessness in the world. There's a lot of places where if you look for joy, you're not going to find it uh, unless you're finding it in God. Yeah. Um, it, but if that's what I'm looking for, and I'm looking for God in my day-to-day life, if I'm seeking Him in His Word and in prayer and in worship, if I'm seeking Him in community and with my actions— uh, then you're actually going to start to see the evidence of his character in the world and where you might have pr- formerly looked with hopelessness will actually get to be filled with God's joy because uh, yeah. we'll be able to recognize just how good he is in the ways that he's working, even in the things that beforehand we might not have realized. Awesome. Well, Sean, thank you so much again for, for helping us and talking to it and just getting a viewpoint on this. Um, to listener, we hope to see you next time and God bless. <laughs>